0: I feel like there's so much hype on social media about certain forms of exercise and fitness, really high intensity workouts or cardio and weight training. We don't see a whole lot of people talking about walking. Welcome to the Reach New Heights podcast, where we dive deep into all things self-healing, transformation and building dreams. I'm Julie Householder and it is my passion to share powerful tools to empower you to transform your life and reach new heights. Let's get started. Welcome back to the Reach New Heights podcast. Today, I'm diving into some amazing research I stumbled across recently, and it's about what I believe is the most underrated form of movement for health purposes, which is walking. As always, please consult with your healthcare providers, all things related to your health, remembering that this podcast is for informational purposes only. Before we hop into the content, this is a loving invitation to tune into your body, And to slow down your breathing and take some full deep breaths in through your nose and exhale. Again, drawing another full deep breath in and exhale. I feel like there's so much hype on social media about certain forms of exercise and fitness, and we see all sorts of programs and gym recommendations with really high intensity workouts or cardio and weight training. But at least from my experience with a lot of these fitness influencer accounts, we don't see a whole lot of people talking about walking. For me personally, I navigate old dance injuries and chronic health conditions, so lower intensity forms of movement are much better for my body. And I think as humans, we can get really stuck on ideas, expectations, and comparison without really tuning in and listening and honoring what our body's needs are. And I think also in the West, there's a lot of suffering that we go through and it's caused by fear of change, fear of aging, fueled by advertising and the media. Our bodies and our bodies' needs will change and vary over a lifetime. We grow, we change, and that's okay. That's literally what it means to be alive and to be human. We aren't two-dimensional photos frozen in time or plastic toys. And it's so important to really honor ourselves and give ourselves the permission to to tune in, the permission to honor what feels good to us regardless of what other people are doing around us, regardless of what that fitness influencer is doing on Instagram or whatever someone's saying, to really tune in and, and be empowered knowing that you know your body best and you know what feels good to you and what forms of movement feel best for you. So anywho, back to the walking. I remember for a while, there's a lot of people talking about 10,000 steps. Like I remember being at one of my old jobs and they were like, oh, how many steps did you get today? Like the goal is 10,000. However, most of the research around the 10,000 steps recommendation were only done with older adults without really clarifying whether it was the amount of steps that was more important, or if it was the intensity of the steps needed for adults to reap the benefits of walking. Thankfully, a study was published recently in 2020 by a research team with investigators from the National Institute of Health Cancer Institute, the National Institute on Aging, as well as the CDC, and I'm going to link this study in the podcast description. This research team basically wanted to look specifically again between step count, intensity, and risk of death in a broader range of ages in the United States. So they collected this data from 2003 to 2006 with people who were age 40 or older. All of the participants in this study wore an accelerometer that counted the number and cadence, so the steps per minute, during the time that they were awake. And these researchers collected information on the deaths for a decade and made sure to track death from cancer and heart disease specifically they had a particular interest and focus on that they compared the risk of death over the follow up among three different groups so people who took fewer than 4000 steps a day and so 4000 steps and under that's considered not having as as much movement up to 8000 steps per day or 12000 or more steps per day. And they tested whether step intensity measured by cadence was associated with better health outcomes than just simply the number of steps. Compared with the people who took 4,000 steps a day, those who took 8,000 steps a day at the start of the study had a 50% lower risk of dying from any cause during follow-up. People who took 12,000 steps a day had a 65% lower risk of dying than those who only took 4,000. so higher step counts were also associated with lower rates of death from heart disease and cancer these benefits were consistent across the various groups of people in the study regardless of age i also wanted to mention that step intensity did not seem to impact the risk of mortality once the total number of steps per day was considered so these findings are consistent with the current recommendations that adults should move more and sit less throughout the day. The study was observational, so it can't be used to prove that increased physical activity caused a reduced risk of death and that these higher step counts also can reflect other lifestyle aspects of someone's life as well as the fact that they might have been in a better state of health to begin with which can influence the results, but I still think that this study and the information they found is so fascinating and so incredible to learn about. Walking is really fantastic to support cardiovascular health, to strengthen our bones and muscles, improve our muscle endurance, help our energy levels it can be supportive of improving our mood cognition memory sleep it can help us with our immune system and strengthening our immune system as well as being something that can help reduce stress and tension something for us to take as kind of a little golden nugget is that the key in all of this is the importance of movement And now in our society, so many of us, we spend so many of our waking hours sitting at a desk, you know, sitting at work rather than moving around. And our bodies and every single system in our bodies benefit from movement. So really finding movement that feels good for you and good for your body and honoring the fact that that's gonna differ from person to person. And then also within the course of our lifetime, this is gonna change. It can change from day to day. And again, throughout the years, what really serves and honors our body's needs will change. And as I bring this episode, this quick fun fact episode to an end, I'm realizing that I myself could use a walk. So I'm going to go out there and walk with my dog and I'm wishing you all a beautiful rest of your week. From my heart to yours, thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. I hope you enjoyed listening to this podcast as much as I love creating it. As always, you can connect with me on Instagram at J-U-L Householder or my website, juliehouseholder.com. I love hearing how you've integrated these episodes into your life. And if you feel called, please leave a review on iTunes so we can help others reach new heights.